0: Ah, they ring I bam
1: Brothers. We're going to finish today. Perek Vav, this very long and beautiful chapter. Perek Vav, of uh, second to last day of learning all the Chavit of Shvat. Mishpachat Jerome in memory of, of uh, David's grandmother, Mishpachat Palak in memory of Moshe's grandfathers and Shira's sister Joni, Mishpachat Eagle in honor of the Eagle family birthdays this month unanimous in honor of Shirat David. Today also want to dedicate the learning to the Yoritzah of someone I was, and, and Yitzchak Meir was very close to, Michal Moshe Ze'ev Ben Nassen. Who else was, was something else. It was yesterday, there was a bunch of Yoritzahs. We did it for your grandfather yesterday. Eh? It your yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. For your zaidi. My wife's grandmother. Her grandfather. We did it. right. That was the Shir yesterday. Avram Ben Yaakov Tzvi.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh yeah? Okay. Okay, she should have said so. I would have had more I would have given a better share. Okay.
0: <laughs> Basincha!
1: Listen, I was in Tkoa and Shabbos and my brother-in-law is a chassir of this shul. There's a Beit Rabbeinu in, in Tkoa, breast of shul. And if you don't if you're not moving, the Rav comes and tickles you. Okay? <laughs> now I knew about this, so I'm like, it, there's no way this grub is tickling me, so I went in, (laughs) I was like, I went into it already with so much extra, even when I wasn't, when I was feeling a little bit weak for a second, I was like, oh no, it was an unbelievable scene, an unbelievable scene there, the Tkoa, the Brasleva Beit Rabbeinu in Tkoa. How many people come? It was insane, it was insanely beautiful, but it's like, he added a shack that t- turned into like a, like a cloy's type of, like a base midrash mm-hmm. in the back of his house. How many people were in there? Is he like this tall? Yeah, t- short guy. He does shmi. This rav does
0: shmira.
1: does shmira and Tkoa every night from 10 till 7 a.m. He has chevrusas throughout the world throughout the night. Wow. And then so no one, none of them see him during the week because they only dive in nights there, Shabbos also. So on Shabbos, you've been there, really? So on okay. Shabbos, he, yeah, he's, his name is Rav Ezra. Crazy story. He's the grandson of Rav Adas, and he had a dream of, like 10, 20 years ago. And in, in the dream, his grandfather appeared to him and said to him, look look at your life. You're nothing. You're doing nothing with your life. Woke up, Baal Tshuva, got into the Rebbe's teachings, and Gamarnu, fire. Wow. Yeah,
0: he's uh, a... He's I was once for a concert. I don't remember the name, but everybody knows the
1: the play, the, the singer.
0: singer. Yeah. So Sasha was uh, videoing. Uh uh-huh. He's unbelievable. Wow, it's like a whole thing, and, and he delivers And then he went to sit by the gate. And right. The right. Gate he does Wow. <laughs>
1: Next time you go to Tkoa, after ten p.m., you'll see. You'll see him in the in the butka. Oh. Okay. Einchet. We're gonna finish this parak parak sign this amazing, amazing parak about the the our sensories and our visualizations. And it's going to sum up everything and he's going to end up so beautifully quoting his Abba. His Abba was a big tzaddik. The the his Abba, had him at a very late age. I think he was in his mid-60s when he had the Piyasetzna Rebbe. It was a second marriage because his first wife had already died, Rabbi Melech of Gurdjitzk. And... I actually, when you walk into my house next time, when you when you leave, you'll see there's this painting. Did you ever notice this like little painting right by my front door? And it's a painting of of the of a of a wedding, of the young Carlina rebbe, the yanuka. There was like a young young Carlina rebbe that got married at a very young age, and they were related, and the esh kodesh's father, Abelimelech is sitting right next to him. So he's in he's in that picture. Beautiful person, but he died when the when I think the P.S. was only like five years old. because He was already an old man back then. So he quotes his gives his father some covet here at the end of this parak, too. Don't exclusively contemplate and expand upon these kind of sensory visualizations. Any, 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 any appreciation of, of Hashem's greatness and holiness, you should also expand. Whenever you have a thought that's basically a thought of this would be a nice thing to do for Hashem, this would be a nice thing to incorporate my service of Hashem, the Rebbe says expand. Nayala, don't just say that, but like expand that thought, strengthen that thought, widen that thought. Go into that thought, don't let it just pass by. Because what will happen? Even if you do it, you've, you're done with it. You say you did it, you had a good thought, you're done with it. So the Rebbe is saying over here, and every single time you have a moment where you're thinking about something beautiful that you can do for Hashem, expand it. Expand it in your mind. Think about it, color it. Color it. You know, I realized recently. Amash uh, recently. Do you know what I love, love, love doing? I didn't realize it till recently, and I, I guess I imi- I'm I'm rem- I'm reminded. I love uh, coloring. <laughs> no, I love like my kids have these coloring books of different nice. things, and they brought it to the table one night after dinner, and I was like, "He's like, let me let me do this again." And I love, I I and I and you know what? I'm a, I'm actually really really good at it too. get <laughs> so, the lines stay. <laughs> Stay, not just staying in the line. My choice, my choice of, of you know, like yeah, a, and now I'm noticing like Ellie's scarf. Yeah, like my choice, my choice of color contrasts and everything, and uh, not to get too crazy deep with it and what, what it means on a deeper level. It's just something that I, I love. So I'm thinking like, you know, expand, expand the colors. You know, there's amazing. You know, the t- the does anyone here wear a colorful talis with like rainbow? Yeah, 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 you do? I don't. I just, said that you were
0: someone,
1: I'm, sure I it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure yeah There's a bunch of a few people Menachem no it, I'm not talking about that Menachem wears a, a completely different talis. I'm talking about the talis that in the 70s came out several colors like that where the pásim fal- fal- are all different colors rainbow, yeah it's a like a rainbow yeah it's a rainbow but yeah each one has a meaning. it's not random no no for sure so you know who you know whose idea that was
0: about, this. about so, the Samaritan
1: well. uh, Zalman Shachter. He, his, he created this, this like, tonet pasim talis. Now, do you know why we have black stripes and one of the reasons why Tom won't wear a talis usually? Do you ever notice that he stopped wearing a talis recently? Do you know how deep it is? Did you ever notice it? He got a new one recently. <laughs> uh, he got a new one after really like working working through it. Do you know, do you know why we have stripes and why Sfaradim don't? Because... That stripes are the simanim of avelus; they were simanim of mourning. That when we went into galut, we started. We, it was like a, our way of remembering that even the way we're davening now is not really, you know, anything close to what it was. Now, why the svardim don't is that I'm sure it's a whole deep suyabifnei atzma. Today it's all whatever. Today it's all mixed up. My shab, my yantiv talis doesn't have, and whatever it's all mixed up. But, but what, I, what I'm coming to is that when I when I look at that talis of all the different, the multicolors, I'm like. Yalla, like bring you know, bring color, bring expand your your, under, your your visual of what it means to be in a relationship with Hashem. Expand it, expand it more and more and more. He says you have to do this with every single thought you have when it comes to avodat Hashem. Limashal, fourth line, in the holy sefer of my my, my, my precious beloved father Zichad Sadik, the Kodosh Levracha Lechaye Alam Ita It's mentioned a number of times. A person should think. Even an animal is constant, is always in a state of fearful for its life. And it runs away and it flees from anything that can come and cause it damage. Then how could it be that we are kind of in a shluf state, in a sleep state of mind, in regards to our visualization of what can come and and punish us? what? What is he saying? You want to say it, David? Uh, the person without fear, the omnipotent one, whose hands hold the soul of every living being and the spirit of every human being whom he can punish, heaven forbid. Right, so what does what that add that, part? Why do you think he brings that here to the mix? What does that help us? What he you just said right now? It's a powerful visualization. There's nothing more powerful. I mean, I've been learning the Swarm of O Chodosh, of Sholomarosh, and there's pages and pages of visualization about death. It's a bit pachan to learn it publicly, but it happens that mm-hmm. that's what I'm holding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the visualizations, and I, I was going to actually ask if, if, if that's a kivun, because it's a little bit uh, juridic. He has this kivun even more explicitly in, in Bnei Machshavah with the famous visualization of your own funeral. Well, also not yeah. many. Yeah, so, Anyway, he continues here, he finishes here. Dvarim halalu... These things are enough to just think about them, all the days of our lives, and this alone can awaken us with Yirat Shemayim. And you can expand this thought as well, this holy thought. If one time you were in danger, or you saw your friend in danger, God forbid, illustrate, draw, visualize that Sarah. I mean, each of us can go back to times in life where we were, we were sure that we're on the brink of death. Or we thought, like, this is hell, what I'm in right now. He's saying, go back and expand that again. Draw that, draw that up. And what wouldn't you do? And what wouldn't your friend do in order to, to get out of that matzav? Why wouldn't you be scared right now also from Hashem? Shaloya That he shouldn't bring upon you right now the same thing. Our Sifarim are filled with these matters. If only, David? At the end over there? Uh, If if only your entire being, only if your entire being, your desires and your thoughts will be filled with it and sanctified. Here I have each vine from this great tree. You saw that one? Each vine from this great tree can bear the most wondrous fruits if it's only cultivated with care and love. Then all of your desires and thoughts and your whole being will be filled and sanctified. And there, you know the Rebbe believes in, the believes in us that we could really work with this t- method of avodas Hashem, for it to change our whole experience of what it means to be in a relationship with Hashem, and bear, bearing fruit and bringing so much light, and, and kavana with our tefillah. Personally, this parak has definitely changed the whole way I daven. Um, I, I could have the strongest feelings, where I'm saying every word and I'm screaming it. But if I don't visualize, stop, and visualize a few of the words that I'm saying, even a strong, powerful davening of screaming feels like nothing in comparison to when the words show up before me. And that's a very deep. That's a very important uh, lesson that I'm personally so, so grateful for. And I give us a bracha that as we continue now in the rest of this Sefer, the words of the Rebbe should shine up in our faces and give us a lot of koch to keep on going stronger for many more years.